Hey everybody, it's Kurt. I know you missed me. I know, I know. It's been a whole season since you heard me introduce an episode, but here I am, back again, to give you a ridiculous introduction to an equally ridiculous episode. This is Monster of the Week, recorded live at WKDU, Drexel Radio, right after a 24-hour reggae marathon. It was weird. And, equally as weird, this episode is. It should be noted that the music for this episode was provided to you by KVVL Radio. That's Cave Evil's weird online radio station that you can listen to while playing Cave Evil. Now, we weren't playing Cave Evil, but we were listening to it on the air, which is sort of why it's hard to make out what we're saying, because we didn't really get levels so much, you know, at a radio station and all. It was a little bit chaotic, but, you know, what are you going to do? You can still hear it pretty well. It's not the best. And, hey, it's not the worst. But it might be the worst to date. So sit on back and try to discern what we're all saying during this wild romp into the cranberry bogs of New Jersey. You are listening to WKDU Philadelphia 91.7 FM. We're going to play some D&D on the radio right now, and it's going to be ridiculous. Uh, All right. Cool. Welcome to a special installment of This Game Could Be Your Life. Exciting tabletop role-playing game. Tonight we're going to dig into it, unearth some mysteries of the unknown, explore some monsters, and see what happens. Can I just say I love that name? Did did, did you already have that, like, loaded? This Game Could Be Your Life? That's the name of our podcast. That's the name of your podcast. <laughs> which yes. I, now you're course. a part of. <laughs> which I am a cast member of. You have been I am so glad. Roped into peace be, to be in no, here. Uh, Fran. I should have read the casting yes, call better. You did, no you did come up with that name. Uh, well, I mean, Thank you know, you. you did come up with a riff on, a, on an artist. Yeah, that a pretty well-established name. But I enjoy it. <laughs> Great. Cool. So, Thanks uh, for doing this for us, man. Yeah, I hope everybody can hear us. I think we can. Uh, so I'm, I'm just out of the world. <clears throat> out, out of the gate, I'm going to say as many prices and addresses and sales pitches as possible. I mean, Perfect. You know, please, I'm please, my please character is actually all built around just selling things. <laughs> so uh, I'm the odd man out, right? Like, uh, mm-hmm. I haven't played this game before. I've played uh, one sort of uh, role-playing game before that was not Skyrim. Um, well, Skyrim uh, counts for a lot. Kind of, yeah. But so this is a uh, Jenga-based it was a dragon-based role. Dread. Dread. It was dread. Uh, Instead of dice rolls in dread, you're pulling uh, uh, pieces of the Jenga tower out, and eventually something bad happens in the world. So pretty much, it's like you you set up everything perfect, like everything you want to do is, is just like rolling super great, and then something goes really awful for everybody. And that doesn't mean you die or anything. It's just like things get really complicated because then the Jenga tower has less pieces. And it just starts to become like now everything, everything, every, everything everybody's starting to do is just like, you know. Well, we won't be using Jenga tonight. We're going to be doing some good old fashioned dice rolling. Thanks to KDU for having us. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And again, we are This Game Could Be Your Life podcast. Tonight, we're going to be playing a game called Monster of the Week. So we're just going to, we're going to get into it. 
Yeah. Um, we gotta cram it into two hours. Um, you know, I wish you guys luck. Two full hours. It's a dangerous world out there, and who knows what kind of trouble you're gonna get into. What kind of yeah. dangers lurk in the shadows. What's that under the bed? You guys hear that noise? Um, I'm actually in the attic right now, and it's all noises. I'm in the basement. <laughs> I'm actually I'm under the bed. That's me. This no. is considerably less considerably less scary. You wouldn't think. I'm raiding the fridge. Or am I? Maybe I am the fridge. That's the mystery of <laughs> I think uh, we're ready to begin, yeah, I guess. Cool. All right. All right, well, uh, let's get into it. So let's start uh, by hearing who everyone is going to be playing tonight, what kind of hunter, investigator that everyone is going to be. Uh, Stu, you want us to tell, about, tell us quickly about who you're going to be this evening? Sure, sure, sure. Uh, so, tonight I will be playing a Zeraphael, uh, who is a divine being, an angel sent down to Earth uh, to protect a, a man of great importance, uh, or so I'm told. Uh, I'm a little nervous that my superiors just sent me down because they don't like me that much. Uh, but I'm a dutiful worker, and I'm going to do my best to protect and help avoid the apocalypse by supporting this man, who is about to describe his character. Ah, unbeknownst to me, of course. Um, <laughs> my name is Crud. Uh, I'm playing the uh, the character of the Flake. And um, I would say that if anybody has ever seen the movie Mulholland Drive, I am most closely represented uh, by the uh, the character that lives behind... The diner, uh, that homeless old creepy, creepy guy. Um, I see things, I hear things. Nobody likes me. Uh, real smelly. Haven't haven't bathed in a long time, uh, which is not too far. Any off from my any differences life. here not between? It's just supposed to be role playing. We take on a different. That's character? the thing. I really enjoy the subtle nuance of playing myself in all these worlds, <laughs> um, just to the extreme. Um, but yeah, I am. Uh, I am. I'm completely nuts. I'm out of my mind, and I, I can, I can put things together that people, that normies, as I call them, can't. All right, fantastic. <coughs> um, Cooper, you want to tell us about who you're uh, going to be playing tonight with the wrong playbook? I totally do. My character is named Spoon. Uh, mm-hmm. Going back and forth between uh, Dirk Spigler. We have a Snigler, but we're in trouble for that. Yeah, uh, so my character's name is Spoon. It's, it's, it's classic. Favorite uh, utensil, actually. Um, anyways, so, you know, so my description here says They took my loved ones, but then I wasn't strong enough to fight. But I studied, trained, and now I'm ready to cleanse the world of their faint. Their taint? I'll kill them Cleansing all. Cleansing taints. Is what Cleansing taints. That's, that's all I have left. That's, that's what I'm going to do tonight. So, so your whole family, spouse, children, parents were wiped Everyone. out by a gang of wild centaurs. Is that correct? That is correct. <laughs> that is some. Everybody knows that is some heavy shit that you, know, you need yeah. to deal with. I think we're all going to be very, very, very uh, conscious of those those who have had loss. Yeah, I mean, trigger warning. Hand. Trigger warning. By the, by the hand, the hand or hoof of a centaur. Great. Um, yeah, I'm. Uh, just so you know, I'm super damaged. You know, uh, anything that resembles a horse man or man horse combination. Um, even just a guy riding too far forward on a horse. Or oh, yeah, just no, a man that's, that's or just a horse. Horse cops, you know. <laughs> yeah. Scary. Uh, Modern day. So just, you know. Um, cool. Yeah. Well, we'll keep that in mind as we uh, figure out what 
strange things are afoot in the world this evening. Um, so the three of you, Spoon, Crud, Zarafal. I feel like my name's a little overdressed right now. It's good. It's good. <laughs> yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it all types of different ways. <laughs> um, so you guys have gotten to know each other a little bit over the last several months. Um, Zarafel, you seem to feel that Crud has some importance to this world. I'm totally going to interrupt for a second. Have we, have we talked about you know the, the basic rules of the game? Nope. So our listeners can... Uh... We'll figure it out. All right, all right. Uh, so, yeah, good point then, uh, Cooper slash Spoon. Uh, the game we're playing is Monster of the Week. It has a pretty simple rule set that's really narrative-driven. So you guys should just feel free to say what you want to do, and the rules will conform to that. So I know you haven't had much experience with this game, but feel free, uh, Spoon, to just say what you want to do. And that's the way the game should work. This is a, a low dice, low rule uh, type of game, so we'll be good. Yeah, lots of very serious. Whatever you want to do. Easy to me. There's, Can I change my name to Sean Barrett? Yes, that could be your real name. Ooh. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> Already <laughs> playing into the narrative. Yeah. Uh, Sean Spoon Barrett. And Sean Spoon Barrett. <laughs> before we get further, much further along, I do also want to point out um, that Crud, played by or Kurt, playing the role of Crud, is sitting in a wheelchair. I am. I'm literally in a wheelchair right now. It is very uncomfortable, and it, it might survive the night. But I feel like you're going to collapse into a pile of metal. <laughs> it's it's already compressing my body in ways that I have never even expected. All right. So the three of you, Spoon, Crud, Zarafel, have gotten to know each other a little bit over the last several months. Zarafel, you feel like Crud has some importance to this world. Um, it's kind of your divine mission. You've been sent here. You think, not explicitly so, but you feel like you've been sent to make sure that he gets to fulfill that destiny, that he's protected and can lead or be a part of whatever is going to come next. And you found a kindred seer, spirit and spoon. His whole family wiped out by centaurs. Um, he's got this fire burning inside of him. So you guys have set out to make Philadelphia a free place uh, for monsters. Um, you first came together several months ago. Um, with some leprechauns were trying to kind of hijack and run the Sugar House Casino oh. uh, where you came in, saved the day you kept it low key, no press you did what you were supposed to do and squashed it but ever since then you've been on the lookout working your channels, talking to the underground seeing what's going on, seeing where it is um, that you're most needed these days um, how are you guys getting along? how does everyone like each other? Um, I, I feel like Azarafael uh, uh, is probably um, not a natural fit with uh, the rest of the crew, but he, he's here to be uh, a forward supporter, uh, positive thinking, try to uh, help along all of the ideas that, that Crud has. I know that he has a lot of conspiracies, a lot of ideas, and I, I want to support it because I know one of them must be right. My boss has told me it was. <laughs> I, I also have... Uh, sort of mixed mixed feelings about um, you know uh, the supernatural in that way where I I I've always been in tune with those sort of things um, but I just don't know I just don't want it to be real and now and now with Azarafel in my presence it's uh, you know it's, it's a little bit uh, great yeah a little bit back and forth great great it sounds good. <laughs> Spoon, what do you think? You know, you've kind of been a one-man army for a little bit ever since your whole entire family was killed by centaurs. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely been a trying time. Uh, you know, I think to say the least. To, to say the least. Uh, you know, I really found some solace in uh, watching reruns of Law and Order. Um, so I kind of really identify with the uh, oh jeez, Ice T character. 
Yeah, he's in one of them. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not big on cop dramas, honestly. Oh man, it, it was we're already when, not going to be friends. When when Alter uh, <laughs> Carbon turned out to be just a cop drama, just oh, in yeah. the future, I was really kind of disappointed. Oh, man. Spoiler well, alert uh, for everybody. I'm going to talk something, maybe uh, add something more in that I know more about. Uh, I found a lot of solace in watching uh, the season two of The Wire, and I really identify right. with the McNulty character. Okay. Uh, so the people who uh, you know tend to be you know positive uh, and not. And from Philadelphia, not in love with Baltimore. I uh, just you know can't really associate with it all. <laughs> Charm City. Where did they yeah. get that name? Yeah, come on. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. Sitter, We've sitter been there. Love, we know. Love obviously makes sense. Yeah. All right. So then you guys have stayed in touch. It's not like you're roommates. You're not seeing each other every day. But you're staying in touch. And when times are appropriate, when you feel your muscle, your strength, your conviction is needed, you all come together. Um, so you all have your different ways of kind of monitoring what's going on, taking the pulse of stuff, and spoon. You're the most committed to this, having been personally affected by rampaging monsters in the world today. So you're really out there monitoring stuff. Um, and recently, as in today, a Reddit post caught your attention. Um, you saw a post um, of one of the kind of regional uh, paranormal groups that you subcri- subscribe to and name? monitor. Um, it is r slash wild things in the woods. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was, a, there was a poster um, by the name, OP was, go ahead, fight me, 69. Uh, <laughs> they posted something in a near, telling a story of a nearby um, uh, Aurora area of New Jersey, about an hour away in the Pine Barrens, a town called Muckerton. Um, close to you, I feel like maybe you can have some action here if it's appropriate. Um, they told, uh, it, there was a post about um, a boy uh, the conventional news story, the only one you could find corroborating that it happened at all, said he had died of a drug overdose. It was just a passing reference. Um, he was found kind of on the edge of a cranberry bog down in the, the Pine Barrens in Muckerton. Um, but there's this post that said, this isn't right. I know this guy. He wasn't into drugs. And I saw his body. I was the one that discovered it. Totally drained of blood. It looked like there was not an ounce of blood left, and almost translucent, and there were strange like marks on him. Almost like there were hickeys or something um, all over him. Um, so you look at a little into this poster's history. Nothing else like that. It doesn't seem like they're a fanatic throwing things out there. I then when you went back to read the post again, trouble. the post had vanished. Oh, which to you, I mean, some clearly a cover up going on here. Town is about an hour away from where you guys are. In Philadelphia, the boy's name was Herman, Herman Blumpkin. <laughs> Didn't seem to have much of a social media presence. No Instagram, no Facebook, no Twitter. Um, so you don't know if Herman Blumpkin is a pseudonym or if that's really what's going on here. Uh, but as someone who monitors the stuff, I mean, you're a bit of a skeptic. You know, you want to believe it's all real, but you know you can't. Uh, but this one passes the test. Some muster here. Okay. Okay. You call your associates and let them know, let them know what's going on down in Muckerton, in the Pine Barrens. Guys, have you been on Reddit today? So this crazy thing, you know, this freaking poster of r slash gone wild. Uh, I'm mostly on Pinterest, but uh, I sold my computer for a candy bar. <laughs> um, it was. Good. I think we got to go over to the Pine Barrens, go over to this town, see if we can find Harmon Bumpkin's parents. See what's going on. Any, any living family member, let's, let's just investigate this. Well, I, I do have to say uh, this does sound um, 
this does sound supernatural. This this does seem like a, a foreboding element. I think, Crud, this might be, uh, Let's be something that you might be meant for. When was the last time you met someone whose name was Harmon that had hickeys all over the body? It's true. That question. is pretty rare. That is a solid point. Not once. As long as somebody picks me up, man, I I don't have a car. Yeah, any of you guys got a sweet car? I have a bicycle. Yes. Come get All me. right. Well, um, <laughs> I'm pretty I, sure, uh, Zarafel. I do have uh, an, <laughs> an alternate. Uh, <laughs> you have a golden chariot. Well, unfortunately, all I can do is <laughs> drag the sun across the sky. <laughs> of course. I I do have a move. I, I have a move called Angel Wings. Um, I shouldn't be doing this in character voice, but uh, it should allow us to uh, uh, take fast transport straight over there. I can just. Uh, wrap you in my wings and teleport us all straight over. Sounds cuddly. All right, boys. So um, let's uh, let's just get in close. Well, hold you on, know. hold on. We don't have any snacks for the trip. Yeah, what are you guys bringing? That's a good point. I mean, um, I've got this. Let's stop a, dog. Let's stop we, a we could make some quick. gorp quickly. Ooh, gorp! I haven't yes. had that in years. I know it's a classic. I uh, make it myself. Well, you got you guys whip up some <laughs> snacks for the journey. Uh, you've traveled with uh, Zarafel. Um, in this uh, method once before. Um, it's a little dicey, but uh, it gets you there. I think there is a role, however, if you're bringing people with you. Yes, absolutely. So, uh, let's see. Um, so, when so you, uh, when you make that... So, you wrap... The, how do you do? What is this? Okay, this? so so I I get between both of both of you, and I, I put my arms around, and we just... We just... Positive thoughts and get real close, okay? We're, we're just, like, breaking down barriers together here, guys. Uh, and I wrap my wings up here and wrap around our entire set, and there's a glowing, and then we just whoop, go away. Now, as to where we go, <laughs> I will great, roll. Great question. <laughs> Not this right. again. So, it is uh, plus two seven. Sounds like a success, but with a consequence to me. Um... All right, so you wrap these guys um, up in your wings. Uh, you had you passed through Muckerton once before. It's kind of a cute little town. It's known for its cranberry bogs. That's a big industry there. Um, so a lot of seasonal work passes through there. Ocean Spray has mm-hmm. a big uh, big factory down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you passed through here, so there's only one area that you actually know. It's kind of like the main uh, main street. No sales pitches. I just have to remind you there. Uh, I didn't realize I was shilling for Ocean Spray. I take that back. Um, it's uh, actually uh, Bay Mist um, is the name of the uh, cranberry company cranberry that works in here. Yeah, they're, they're really the dominant force in the cranberry market these days. Good old Bay Mist. <laughs> um, so you picture the main street in this town, which you've driven through before. Good mm-hmm. taco truck. You've uh, hit it up on occasion. Um, it is. You wrap these guys up. Poof. Um, and a moment later, you appear knee deep in a cranberry bog. Not at all. Not entirely. Where you thought... You would wind up. You're pretty sure you're close, uh, but you guys are knee waist deep or so. Um, it's kind of like thick, mucky water. There are these like whitish, reddish berries all around you. And gentlemen, I cannot apologize enough. Uh, you know, my supervisor always said that I I had a problem with location, and I've been working on it. I can't apologize enough. I'm so sorry. Your knees must be soaked. We can dry those off soon. This is just ridiculous. If you were my Uber driver, I would not. Have I you. I absolutely accept the one or star rating. I really do. Star. It's constructive criticism. Thank you. We are pretty close. I'd give them two personally. Yeah. I don't know. After the drive. <laughs> no. 
No stars. Would you me. like some gorp, though? <laughs> I'll take a, I'll take a hit of that. <laughs> it's fresh, nice and warm. <laughs> All right. So what you guys are doing? You've appeared in a cranberry bog, uh, certainly in the general vicinity of Mockerton. I assume that I've been here before, being a Philadelphian of medium to elderly age, and uh, I try to get my bearings. Uh, you know, look up at. The beautiful stars is the main way that I get around in Philadelphia myself. Uh, <laughs> Navigate, star, navigating by the stars. By the stars. <laughs> sure. Uh, <laughs> stars always <laughs> over Broad Street. So yeah. it's it's early evening. You're surprised how much clearer the sky is just an hour from Philadelphia. I'm actually I'm, terrified. You are. I didn't say you enjoyed it. <laughs> You're shocked and horrified. That for Help me. I'm surprised um, to find it. Uh, how clear it is out here. How many stars you could see. Um, the night sky. Uh, but what are you guys doing? You're you're in this bog. Um. All right. So uh, the uh, the body was found in a bog, correct? So the the Reddit story and the newspaper account both mentioned that it was found kind of on the edge of the bog. Uh, drug overdose in one situation. Um. The other, you know, according to Go Ahead Fight Me sixty nine, said that something weird was going on in your body. Drained of blood. Hickeys all over it. Alright, so uh, I think I want to try to investigate a mystery, so I'm going to uh, uh, Can we get a drink slush? first? I mean, I... I, I you mean think... drinking it out of the cranberry bog? It's not cranberry juice yet. It's reddish. You didn't bring the roadies with you? I mean, I could try it. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. I mean, uh, never mind, sorry, sorry we for forgot. nothing. I sold them for yet another candy bar. I got a thing. You guys do, you, you do trudge your way. I you about this candy bar intake. My feet uh, hurt. You do trudge your way out of the bog, and there's like a dirt road leading out of here. Uh, not too far, uh, not too far away. You do see some lights that look like they're coming from like a processing facility. Kind of looks like you've popped right into one of, uh, Bay Mist's, uh, commercial bogs. Uh, but there's a road that does look like it's leading to town. But uh, Zarafel, it seems like you want to do something while you're here. Uh, well, I mean, just while we're by the uh, the bog um, in the action, I'd like to uh, uh, roll to investigate a mystery. So I. No. So you look around. I, I I look around. I'm trying to find some evidence of what happened here. Uh, see if there's any signs of. Uh, a supernatural activity or anything that happened uh, sure. near the site where the body was found in the bog. Um, all right, why don't you uh, roll your sharp? Okay. All right. All right. So that is going to be uh, a thirteen. All right. So you've got uh, you can hold two, and uh, related to kind of being in the bog in that environment, at any point you can ask me two questions because you have two holds. Right. Right. Uh, right. Related. To being in the area that you're in. So if you want to ask one now, go ahead. If you okay. want, you can bank it as well. Um, well, I, I'm just trying to figure out what kind of creature might have been present here that is not of the natural world, if there's any signs of that. Um, sure. So you don't really know where you are. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't know if this is where the crime took place, this murder, this death, this overdose, whatever it is. You know, there's a lot of cranberry bogs um, in this area. Though, if you had to guess with your background and being a divine being mm-hmm. and spent some time around this, um, there's a variety of things. There's certainly a certain type of like nymph, um, dryad, evil creature that mm-hmm. dwells in this type of kind of sandy, boggy environment. And then there's also a host of water creatures as well. 
Um, there are blood-sucking leeches. There are kind of lizard things and eels that dwell in the water in these kind of shallow bogs. Um, so without knowing a little bit more about where you are and being at the scene, scene of the crime, that's probably the best you can place it. All right, all right, very good. I uh, I quickly uh, try and check my compatriots for uh, for leeches before we move on, just to sure. make sure they're safe. You guys uh, step out of the bog then, uh, do a leech check. Crud, you find a big one right on your Adam's apple. <laughs> oh, Rhonda, you're not usually up there. You get down here again. <laughs> and I uh, I, uh, I try to pull it off, um, thinking, thinking it's the... Uh, you know, my my leech companion. It, it comes off, and it's like a particularly like red, engorged. Um, it's almost like a cranberry um, stuck to your throat. You pull it off, though. It doesn't offer any kind of resistance, really. You're certainly way stronger than it. Um, I assume I, I get that reaction from from my friends that be not not being able to see my own neck. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you guys looking at me like that? Like, no, um, did, should we get you a bandage or? Oh, 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 should I pop it? I'm going to pop it. Oh, pop that. Pop, pop a good. away. <laughs> it's like a fountain of blood that squirts it <laughs> off of you. Um, and then the leech like kind of like dries up and it's just dangling off of your neck. Oh, Rhonda. I missed you. Want me to bite you. it off? I, it, <laughs> it, can just, it can just come off. It falls yeah. off. Uh, ow. I'm sorry, baby. Next time you come back, I'll treat you better. So you guys have stepped out of the bog now, and there is this dirt road that you're guessing probably leads to some uh, version of civilization around here. Um, so you set off on that road, unless you want to spend some more time here? Uh, no, no. I think uh, we should probably try and find some sort of civilization. Yeah, I, I totally agree. All right. Um, are, are there any signs of which, which direction to go? Well, one direction clearly leads to the Bay Mist processing plant, okay. so you're guessing you should probably go... Um, in the other direction. Um, unless you wanted to go to the Bay Mist processing plant. Do they have a tour? Um, not that you're aware of. It's also like early evening, so if they did have a tour, it's probably during the day. We can always get in the morning. Yeah. yeah. All right. Reserve uh, tickets online. The computer made it okay on the trip, right? Computer? Oh, man. <laughs> I forgot mine, too. Kurt, you got one? I, I, you know me and yeah. my candy bars. <laughs> All I got is candy bars. You right, guys so you, need a candy bar? You guys uh, to it, huh? walk on this dirt road for about 45 minutes or so, um, and it dumps you out, um, kind of converging with a little bit of a highway, some houses spaced apart, um, and then in a short time, you find yourself on this Main Street area mm-hmm. where you originally try to teleport to. Um, it's early evening. Most of the things there are still open. There's a pizzeria. There's a church. There's a pharmacy, a produce stand, um, and a magic shop. Ooh. Let's hit the pharmacy. Um, so you guys walk up to the pharmacy. The sign out front. The name of the place is Drugs, not Hugs. Um, it's got the little mortar and pestle uh, pharmacy sign out there. Like it's not too coddling. <laughs> so uh, open the door. You step inside. Step inside. Ching, a little bell uh, rings as you step inside. The place um, looks like a normal non-chain pharmacy. It's a counter uh, towards the back. So a woman looking at, at you, middle age, kind of scrunching her eyes as you come in. Then off to your side is like a counter with like a teenage guy behind it. Looks like that's a, the retail center, probably prescriptions in the back, a whole bunch of medicines and stuff like that. The boy looks up at you and back down at his phone. The woman, however, 
she keeps her gaze on all of you. It's probably because I look like I'm, I'm about to steal something. Hey, you! You look like you're about to steal something. I will stand right here. Everything will be fine. I, I'm, I'm used to this. <laughs> I promise you my uh, compatriot is not going to steal anything, uh, likely. Um, we did have some questions for you, though. Uh, have you heard about the, uh, the young man who had died? Oh, the recently? Blumpkin boy. Yes. Oh, the Blumpkin boy. Yes, Blumpkin. That is his name. So, uh, Blumpkin was found... On drugs, you're good. Some people can't handle them all the time. Sometimes, most of the time, drugs are good. <laughs> what, uh, what drugs are you referring to? The drugs you get here. Drugs you get You know, all this, this health... It's mind over matter, these I, things uh, like that. It's not where it's at. Drugs are what make people feel better. I think, I think I'm picking up what, you, what you're putting down. Uh, I got an itch. What do you need? Amoxicillin? I got an itch, if you know what I mean. I don't. Well, you, need, you, have a, you have a script for that, for your itch? You've been to the dermatologist? Yeah, I got a, I got a script, and I, uh, I, I pull out my, my coin purse. <laughs> coin purse, you say? <laughs> and pull out... Uh, some buttons, a button, and uh, a ten dollar bill, and I put it on the table. <laughs> you know my script. <laughs> that looks like my coin purse. Uh, why, don't you, why don't you roll your cool? So roll two d six, okay, and add whatever your cool rating is to it. So uh, for the listeners, my cool is zero, and cool uh, says you know is used when uh, you're acting under pressure, so helping out. Yeah, this is like when you want to like get away with something, handle a situation. So, uh, I just rolled a nine plus a zero. Almost. Um, all right, so, uh, so what are you, uh, what are you pulling out of your coin purse here? Uh, a whole bunch of nothing and then a $10 bill. <laughs> okay. Sweet bribe. Yeah. Sliding over here. So, uh, you handle like a blank piece of paper and a $10 bill. Um, what are you looking for? I'm on with that boy head. Death? Because I could give that. Interesting. Is that the street name for it? It's the end game is what it is. I'll take one. Alright. Takes your ten dollar bill. You see she kind of scribbles some stuff on the paper and throws it into like a, a little binder or folder. It looks like where all the other uh, prescription goes. Um, goes to the back. Pulls out two pills. Uh, throws them in a little bag. Um, be fifty dollars. Get rid of that itch. No more itching. One's red. One's blue. One you wake up in six hours. They're green one and black. Never ends. So uh, I'm gonna turn to my companion and say, "I guess three, two, get to one." Grab a bag and just kind of make it as fast as my fast as I can out of there. Um, <laughs> okay, so you're uh, you grab the bag yeah. um, and set out of there. What are you guys doing? Um, I'm I'm uh, just staring directly at the candy bars. Um, I'm running. It's my an hands excellent over candy them. selection. Yeah, a yeah. lot of them are cranberry themed. You see a lot of local candies. My eye starts to drift over to. The uh, the cold case where um, Bay Mist. There's a all different sizes. Bay Mist is clearly big here. Yeah, the, the whole the whole case, and uh, I open it up and I take take one of the medium sized ones, not anything too big. 
All right, uh, Azeraphale walks up to the counter and... Uh, Before you do, why don't you roll your cool again? Uh, so you go to... She kind of still has her hands on the package. You go to swipe it from her. <laughs> I roll a three. You go, you, uh, go to three. So you get your hand on it, and hers is like a vice. Slams down on top of yours. Perhaps you didn't hear me, son. I said that was a hundred dollars. Uh, do I start out with any money or anything in this? Why are you asking me? <laughs> <laughs> you got a couple bucks. He'll probably clean you out. All right. Yeah. So I. Uh, oh, sorry. I. Uh, that works back where I'm from. Um, Long division, they call it. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I, you know, I pay for the money, the, the bills, the Great. death. Uh, oh, you're a man enough. You don't want to wind up like that Blunkin boy. All drugged out on the edge of the cranberry bogs. What a way to go. Can I ask one question before we get out of here? Is he the first one to die from this stuff called death? <laughs> no. Mysterious. But then again, <laughs> I don't always trust the police. They say everyone dies from death. That is factually correct, yes. Oh, um, we got a smart aleck over here. He, uh, Azeraphale comes up and puts like an extra six fifty down on the counter and just goes, <laughs> uh, that'll be for the candy bars you will find missing. Thank you. <laughs> I'm, I'm already drinking the bottle of cranberry juice. It is Water excellent around. cranberry. Small batch, artisanal, upcycled, heirloom cranberry juice. <laughs> it's the best you could get. Quite bespoke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you want... We have a subscription service. Every month we'll send you a box of this cranberry juice. (laughs) (laughs) That's very enticing, however, I'm not from around here. I'm from another plane entirely where there is no mail. New Jersey? uh, Big eyes. Big eyes just staring at her. I believe he's talking about the dumpster behind the wall. (coughs) He can never get mail there, and I can't explain to him why he can't. (laughs) (coughs) What? What? <laughs> so she's kind of just staring at you guys. You've purchased <coughs> some drugs from her. You've eaten some candy bars, some cranberry juice. Uh, because you're just hanging out now in the uh, old drugs, not hugs, the yeah. local pharmacy. The teenager's still in the room? He is. He's working the front counter. He looks at you every once in a while. He's mainly on his phone. <laughs> I, uh, I'm going to go over to the teenager and say... You playing Fortnite or something, boy? I'm playing Eighth Night. That's all we have here. (laughs) It's a real (coughs) fun game. That sounds weird. You know the Blunkin' Boy at all? I like video games. Oh, yeah? Do you like death? I try to avoid it. Try to? I think I'm doing good so far. Yeah. Well, let me ask you a question. You know that Blunkin' boy? Herman? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we we was in school together. Real quiet kid. I bet he's real quiet now. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, I heard they found him dead on the edge of the bomb. Sucked clean of all his blood, yeah. That's not what I heard. It was an overdose. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who gave him those hickeys? What hickeys? Yeah, you know. I think what my compatriots... Why do you 
<coughs> your charm. Charm? Over there, spoon. So, uh, charm is to manipulate someone, and again, that's a zero for me. So, I just rolled a seven. Sounds like you're asking a lot of questions. You know, his family, it's real sensitive time. I don't think it's right to speak ill of the dead. You know, I, I kind of put myself out on a limb here to do that. Well, is there uh, anything we might be able to do to help um, calm your nerves about, about talking about this? Obviously, we would not want to uh, upset any family members, but this is private. I do assure you. And then, uh, what do you got? You got quarters? I don't got quarters, but I, I got need something quarters better. so I can go play Mortal Fighter at the pizzeria next door. I don't have any quarters, but I got all these slugs I hammered out. Well, they they work in them arcade games. Let me say it. I pull out uh, like a, a, a plastic bag filled with almost bursting, filled with like you know pieces of metal. Do they work? They all work. I, that's the only that's the only skill I actually have is making like slug quarters. Bootlegging quarters? Yeah. <laughs> so you drop this bag of fake quarters um on the counter from him. His eyes kinda light up. Now you don't tell anybody that you got them from me now, you hear? Are those quarters really gonna calm your nerves? Well, give me a lot of plays over at Mortal Fighter 2, my favorite arcade game. You know, Herman, he was the best at that game. Oh, but now, there's a void, there's an opening. There'll be a tournament next week, I'm going to take that crown. So, uh, one could say that you had uh, a reason to see Mr. Blumpkin dead. <laughs> what are you getting at, mister? Well, one would just say, if, if, uh... If the Mortal Fighter uh, arena were to clear out a little, there would be room for a new uh, competitor. Would that not be true? I'm not that type of kid. Well, I want to come by my championship by beating the best. Legally and without slug quarters. <laughs> well, that's different. <laughs> I see. I see. Well, would you be able to tell us uh, where Mr. Blumkin's body is currently residing? Well, I'm sure that uh, the coroner took it. I, I think that's what happens when people die. I'm only 15. I really don't know anyone who's died. But I assume it's over there. Okay. Well, um, is there any easy way to get there? Can you give us directions? Sure. Uh, I heard some kids at school talking about, oh, to the coroner or where the body was? No, to the coroner. Yeah, I can tell you where it is. So uh, he Hold goes on. and starts you to... where the body is? He starts to... <laughs> right, this changes everything. He starts to, to uh, draw down a little map. Um, and as he does so, uh, you notice for the first time the radio is playing. And a commercial plays on the radio. Oh. <laughs> so once again, this is uh, WKDU Philadelphia 91.7 FM. Uh, Drexel University's free format, non-commercial radio station. Uh, the weather is pretty inclement. So here's an inclement weather PSA. Uh, 
<laughs> this is an important message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Home fires are a threat after a natural disaster. Fire trucks may have trouble getting to your home. If your home was flooded, look for signs that your appliances have gotten wet and throw them away to protect the shock or fire. Have a professional evaluate your home and replace all gas control valves, circuit breakers, and fuses that have gotten wet during the flood. Make sure your cranberries are all right. To learn more, call the CDC at 800-CDC-INFO. Whatever those numbers are. I feel educated in this moment. So, uh, you guys pay attention to the radio ad for a moment. Then he draws you a shockingly simplistic map showing that the uh, kind of police station, coroner's office, courthouse, everything is right down the street. It's on this It's on this block. He just hands it's us just a piece of paper. So now, two lines. circles. What, what you need to do is you need to step out this door, make a left, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you need to keep walking for about 40 seconds. And then look to your left. Mm-hmm. And that will be the building that you want. Zarephale's writing detailed notes on this. All right, all right. Well, very thank you very much, young man. You've been very helpful, and uh, please enjoy those ill-gotten hammered pieces of metal. Can I bug you about one more thing before we get out of here? Well, not if you say it's going to be bugging me. <laughs> I mean, I'm a I'm a working man. What do you know about that factory? They got any tours? What factory? The Bay Mist factory. The Bay Mist factory. Yeah, I think they do some tours. Yeah, they during the morning. Usually, those right. cranberry boggers, they're early folk. Thank you, kid. Would be Are you making fun of my accent? Nah. <laughs> Are you both making <laughs> fun of my accent? Uh, all right, so you guys step out of uh, the drugstore. Oh, my God, that was exhausting. Oh, Everyone I... here is just talks so slowly. Oh, my God. <laughs> Who knew New Jersey was so... Much like that. Uh, it's <laughs> South Jersey. South New Jersey. Yes. In the Pine Barrens. So you guys step outside now. There's like this, this seems to be like the commercial heart of Muckerton. Um, mm-hmm. Again, there's a pizzeria, Skinny Vinny's, the pizzeria. There's a magic shop called the Crystal Ball. There's a Roman Catholic church, St. Anthony's. Uh, Drugs Not Hugs, the pharmacy you're at. And then there's Bud's Produce Stand, uh, which is like a, uh, it's a produce stand. You got a lot of... It seems, from what you could gather, it's across so you can kind of look in a little bit, it does seem to be cranberry dominant, though not exclusive. Does the coroner have a a funny funny name uh, on his sign, or is it just... Uh, So down the street, you guys are walking over to the uh, municipal building, where kind of all these services are housed. So you walk down there, it's like a police station, coroner's office, judge... All that stuff. One-stop shop um, for criminal prosecution. It is. It's all there. You guys uh, sit, go up a, a flight of steps, some stone steps out front, push open the wooden door, uh, and there's like a cop leaning back on his chair. He's got his feet up on his desk. His uniform's a little tight. Kind working of, hard. Kind of a bigger guy. You know, he doesn't appear to be working <laughs> that hard. Uh, Can I help you, gentlemen? What brings you here to the municipal building today? This is the municipal building. I thought this was Cousin Rebecca's first bris. What? Where am I? <laughs> he gives you a very strange look. Oh, uh, is your friend all right? I'll be just fine, sir. We are lo- we are looking we're looking for something very specific here. And what and uh, what, what can I help you with? You know he has a. He's a little uh, badge and name says Officer Hamhock. <laughs> so, uh, well done. 
Well, uh, <laughs> Officer Hamhawk, you'll uh, you'll have to excuse my uh, my compatriot here. He uh, he has fits, but he is uh, <coughs> usually in a in a fairly placid state. Uh, we're here to check on um, check on a boy who has recently been admitted to the coroner's office. The Blumpkin Boy. Yes, the Blumpkin Boy. I love how many times we get to say Blumpkin in this game. <laughs> um, that's fine, right? That's, that's fine to say in the end? Yeah, that's <laughs> a cover FCC. As long as you can describe it. <laughs> I think we're good. I think we're good here. Uh, but we are uh, we are an interested party um, that uh, would like to uh, get some information. Well, this is an open and closed case. Poor boy. Odeed. Wander down to the bog. And that's it. And who are you folks? You're not Wait. family. I know Mrs. Blumpkin. Wait, I know Mr. Over, Blumpkin. You're he not overdosed man. first and then wandered out into the bog. It was that one process. Is that something that you've investigated, the order of these events, sir? We've looked into it. I, I believe you. I don't know why. My mom always said, trust a man in a blue suit. This is uh, brown. You are not wearing a very attractive <laughs> suit, my friend. <laughs> It's almost like a park ranger outfit. <laughs> oh, interesting. He's got the smokies, got the big hat. I have a great deal of respect for park rangers. Crazy. Well, um, is there a chance <laughs> that uh, I might be able to use the bathroom before we uh, before we make our way out of here if we're no longer welcome? Which number? Well, there's only two choices. One or two. Exactly. Oh, well, there I mean, is not, to be, not to be indiscreet, but... Which I will uh, not describe on the air. It would, <laughs> it would be a number one. Well, sure, you can number one here. Okay, well, uh, fantastic. Um, so, Zarephale's uh, going to go in... Uh, make a roll so he... that. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. How much gets in the bowl? Uh, you fail. It does game. not go well. You fail. There's a lot of missing involved. <laughs> um, so covered in covered in urine. There's like a little swinging saloon <coughs> door that mm-hmm. kind of leads to a back area, um, and he steps back there with you. And immediately to the to the right, there's a door that he points to the bathroom. Go on there. All right. Okay. Uh, Azarafail goes in, uh, does his business. Uh, just real quick. I just wanna I just wanna make sure you are an angel. Yes. Yeah. So this this police officer, this lazy police officer, <laughs> is just talking casually to an angel. Uh yes, yes. How angelic do you look? Uh I am uh about six and a half foot tall. I am uh unearthly uh beautiful, um and uh strangely androgynous. But you don't have like wings, no all not, the time. Not all the time, no. Okay. I am wearing a breastplate. Are you glowing? Okay, that's odd. Yeah. Okay. Irradiating any kind of. Well, my eyes are pretty spark. Okay, yeah, right. yeah. Oh, yeah. my eyes are also very. But spark. I mean, it's it's the modern day, and people I mean, are seemed, willing to accept a lot. He of seemed unaffected by now, so. your presence. <laughs> so, uh, so I go in, I wash myself off, I uh, I come back out, and I say, "Thank you so much, officer. We really appreciate that." Um, <laughs> and as I walk away with my compatriots, I go. Okay, well, uh, if uh, if we want to pursue further, um, I have seen the inside of the bathroom. I could uh, try one more time, real hard, to get the whole uh, uh, transport thing right and uh, get us past our guard. That sounds good to me. But uh, let me try something real quick. Okay. So then I uh, unbutton the first four buttons. So basically half of my shirt 
uh, to reveal three very long nipples. Nipples. <laughs> In a, in a vertical row. Long <laughs> nipples you got there, son. Something's wrong. You like them? Can't say it's my style, but I'll look. <laughs> Gotta try everything right for once, right? You ever try these before? And I uh, dump out the two death pills onto the table. To see if, if Miss Police Officer Ham Hawk has a... What are you, turning in some evidence? I'm just trying to see if I can do anything for uh, the Blumkin family here. Why don't you uh, roll your charm? Right. Does someone else have a higher charm? You are like, uh... by far the most charming person. I've got negative charm, but I can use uh, sharp instead of charm. Oh. I rolled a nine. Uh, you actually have an ability that lets you use your tough inst- if you want to go that route. You right. kind of got to act a little tough, but you can use oh, the tough you can instead. Intimidate them. So my nipples get extremely hard. <laughs> and they start to spin. Hard. Spin. 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 <laughs> uh, I haven't seen that before. And so, uh. We live in a confusing time. Things sure are weird. So let me ask you again. Have you tried these before? Do you know anything about them? And I say that in a very. Why do you roll your charm, man? Or why do you roll your tough? I don't have. I'm, um, gonna, I'm also going to come up from behind uh, this cop and start and start pushing him slowly towards the spinning nipples. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I rolled a three, but I have a plus two in tough, so my total score is a five. Why don't you roll your cool over there, Crud, since you're trying to help him out? Okay. Oh, there you go. That is a uh, four minus one. That is a three. All right, so you uh, you unbutton your shirt, reveal your spinning hard nipples, and offer some drugs to this police officer um, <laughs> while your borderline homeless friend backs you up on this. Um, he just lifts you up and down, grabs the pills. You best get out of here, boys. I don't know who you think you are, what you think you're doing for that Blumpkin family, but it ain't going to happen here. You get out of here. Yeah, guys, that really did not go according to the plan. No. And his hand kind of drips. <laughs> no, and we are going to have to revisit your three nipples to spin around. His hand drips to the revolver <laughs> at his waist. Now, I'm going to say that I wasn't seeking out uh, to receive some honest advice in this situation. <laughs> or or would you say that I was seeking that? What, is that a move? I've got a move where if I do the exact opposite of what, what he says, I get a plus one. Uh, ongoing to uh, to do what I want, like if I wanted to continue on in the, in the in the room, but I don't think I was seeking it. I was just trying to. You're backing him up. I was trying to. I was trying to spook him out with some spooky nips. All right. Um, oh, oh yeah. That, there it is. There it is. Just just like a a a, 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 a police a policeman with with his gun hiding behind his gun and his badge. Yeah, that's right. You know, there's the problem with you now. If you want to step outside. You can settle this bog man style. I think you just... Oh, who's bog, bog man? man style? You know bog Wait, man dude. too? Oh, we're all bog man here. If you want to do it the old school way. Oh, old boggers, yeah. We got the lines drawn out back. You can settle this. You can shoot the fair one. You, do, we, you guys do uh, the horseshoes out back then? Oh, no. We do more with horseshoes. Then I start freaking out. Cause... Oh, God. <laughs> Screaming. 
nipples instead of <laughs> yeah. you know, nipples. Okay. Your nipples are straight up. Okay. They bleed, bleed a little bit. It's spraying it blood. <laughs> Whoa, what's going on with that guy? We haven't figured that out. Yet. I think you should all just leave. I um, wildly attack this cop. Oh my! I jump right on him. I try to, uh, you know. All right. So you with leap, the distraction, I try. You to, I try leap to over the little desk um, that he's on. Why don't you uh, roll your tough? Okay. Rolling my tough, which is zero. <laughs> uh, six, seven, eight. I successfully hop onto this cop. Let's see what happens. What are you, uh, what are you, are you using a weapon? Um, I've got my knife, but I don't have it drawn. I'm I'm just. Uh, I'm on top of him. I'm not trying to technically do any damage to him. I think I'm trying to just more or less subdue him. <coughs> it is a spectacle and all with these three long, bleeding nipples. I've lost complete control of myself after hearing the word horses. Yes. Uh, so I, in turn, my, my nipples start to, start to grab at Kurt. <laughs> so you, you leap forward, uh, crud, and start to change blow, uh, change blows with this guy. He sees you coming, um, and you're able to push his hand away from his gun, uh, but you both punch each other in the face, um, and suffer <laughs> at, the same, at, the same at the same time, and both suffer one harm, um, as you guys, uh, trade blows. What are the, uh, Spoon and Azarfell, as this is going down, what do you guys do? Uh, I'm going to rush, uh, into aid, uh, of Crud. I'm going to, uh, uh, try and pull the, uh, pistol away from, uh, from our official. Alright, why don't you, uh, roll your cool? Okay. I'm screaming about cockroaches and <laughs> otherworldly dimensions. Uh, that's a seven. Um... It's like some nipping. I'm biting him a little bit. Uh, so you uh, reach forward and you're able to grab his gun, but the way he kind of has it in the holster, you think that by jerking it out this quickly, you're going to set it off and you don't know what's going to happen. You still want to do it? Oh, uh, uh, many apologies if this doesn't turn out well, but uh, I, we really must expedite this process. And he, yeah, he yanks it out. All right, so you... Uh, it's hard to kind of reach into the scuffle between these two. They're just <laughs> trading blows um, to the face, and you're able to reach forward, unhook the gun from his holster, and yank it out. And as you do so, <laughs> a round goes off. Um, it sinks right into the gut, groin region um, of Officer Hamhock, who drops to the ground, bleeding out from his stomach. Now a gun? What? Why didn't I think of it? It makes a loud sound. Um, you're sure it's reverberating far beyond the walls. Of this little municipal building. Okay. Uh, Spoon, oh, what, are you, what are you doing? This blood. Uh, the guy, the cops on the ground. So I, uh, I stick my hand in the wound <laughs> and say, "Tell me what you know, Ham." <laughs> oh, what do you want to know? What do you want to know? Tell me, tell me everything about the Blumkin boy. Ah, oh, he died. He overdosed. His body's in the basement. Did he really OD? I think so. Squeeze them giblets. Get them. <laughs> so I'm, I'm squeezing around, playing around inside the wound. And uh, do you guys have any other questions for this guy? As, as I'm grabbing... I really just want to apologize so much. I am so sorry. I did not think it was going to go like that. Uh, um, Azarafael is uh, going to uh, uh, lay on hands... On the uh, on the officer Ooh, and try and heal wrong him. Game, buddy. <laughs> JK. All right, so you've got your hand up in this wound now. Yeah. Got to pinch him, squeeze him. Yeah. Seems like he'll tell you anything yeah. um, that he knows. And he's just saying he's just in the basement. The boy overdose. You're still punching him. Um, <laughs> and so you uh, set forward to lay on hands. So there's a roll. Uh, you know what? That? Actually, um, uh, I'm Honestly, going. Fuck it. 
<laughs> uh, well, let's not bother with that. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try and soothe him. Um, so uh, I can I can uh, talk to someone for a few seconds in a quiet voice and calm them down, blocking any panic, anger, or other negative emotions they have. Uh, works uh, even while what's freaking them out is still present. All right, when you uh, roll it, will you? Is that your? Uh, no, it's just an automatic. Oh, cool. So uh, I, I say, look, oh, it's gonna be okay. So you'll be fine. You kind of. You're so brave. You rub. You <laughs> run your uh, fingers through his uh, thinning hair. You push back his cop hat. Um, and despite the blood that's kind of <laughs> pumping out of him in time with his heartbeat, mm-hmm. um, he's just soothed. He's real calm. A little smile crossed over his face. Man, I just want to go play some Mortal Fighter. This would be really nice. But a smile's on his face. He seems real chill. Uh, that's a, that's an interesting that's an interesting turn of events. Um, why don't we say we get down into that uh, into that uh, old morgue downstairs? Yeah, is it worth heading down there and looking at the body? I mean, everyone we talked to so far has talked about this dumb dumb video game. That's true. Maybe we should head over there. You know, uh, well, it, it may be uh, disconcerting to everyone when we bring uh, our officer friend to go play Mortal Fighter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, that would be Perhaps something. we might want to bring him down to the morgue. Yeah. He Do may not stand out so much we there. footsteps or anything running down I mean, it's only been a couple of moments. You don't okay. hear uh, anything so far, but so, uh, you did, there was a gunshot that came out of here. Common sense. Says something's going to happen. So I'm... Uh, is, is there any bonus for like preparing to fight? Or, what know, are you trying to do? Uh, get my shotgun ready. You know, so right. I have a sawed-off shotgun. Sawed-off shotgun. It's it's ready to go. All right. All right. So you're watching the door. Yeah. So I uh, so I'm gonna pick up my death pills. My death the death pills. Put them in. Uh, you know, I, I give them to my nipples, and my, my nipples are holding them. Oh good. Um, so, so they're very safe. Pure nipples, each with like a little purse. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, and so I'm standing by the door, look, looking out of it, and I do that really cool, uh, you know, one arm pumping of sh- the sawn off shotgun. Mm-hmm. It really doesn't make sense. Even at all. Officer Hamlock takes a moment yeah. to appreciate just how cool it is. Then you do it again, and the, the, the bullet flies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Grab it, put it back. In. So the morgue's downstairs. Yeah, yeah, it's just down the steps in the back. Boone, if you so got the door, I, uh, I can drag him down here. The coroner's not here now, though. I just start shooting at the floor. <laughs> With the intentions of going directly beneath us <laughs> into the basement. Oh, so you're right. perforating the floor. Why don't you uh, roll your tough? All right. I've seen him do this once before. Uh, it was crazy. So I've got a plus I've seen one film to kick many ass. Too, but <laughs> <laughs> it did work that one time. It was uh, amazing. Worked that one you're, not, you're not really fighting. So okay. Yeah. Once in every 15 times we get somewhere. So I've rolled an, uh, a six, but I've got a two tough, so I've rolled a total of eight. All right, so you just start... <laughs> Firing um, into the floor, of the, um, you make a ton of racket. However, you uh, you aim your shots real well, um, and the ground directly below you just collapses, and you <laughs> fall um, down into the next level. A bunch of concrete and stone um, from the floor lands on top of you, and you take two harm. Um, it carves you up uh, pretty good. One shot in particular gets you right in the head, uh, but you drop down um, about 12 feet or so. You guys look down, and you see him kind of splayed out on the ground um, all around you. Um, it's like a stainless steel room. It's like an autopsy table in the middle of it, and a couple, like uh, those drawers that uh, you're guessing bodies are probably kept in. And once again, the loud, loud racket. Um, 
A lot of, a lot of sound firing the shotgun. Am I, uh, am I conscious after falling down? Yeah, yeah, yeah you're yeah. fine. You're a little, you're a little woozy, but you're all right. Uh, you guys better get down here. If, if you can uh, get up, could you just open the door? I believe yeah, we'll take you, the stairs. You do notice uh, <laughs> there's a staircase not far from where you are, leading to a door in the back. It's actually the door that's just past the bathroom that you would use to Sarah. <laughs> I mean, I was just gonna drag him down the stairs, but I'll throw him down this hole. I guess. <laughs> Sounds good, and I just open the door. All right, so you go let them through. Doesn't even turn out the door is locked. <laughs> um, you do push Officer Hammock just down the hole. He lands with a thud, goes unconscious. Um, right next to the autopsy table. Uh, but now there's, uh, you guys are down um, in this room. I bet if we make it quick, when people come to investigate, it'll look like Officer Hammock fell down this hole. He does that every Thursday night, I heard. Can I? Search officer Hammock. Is, is there any benefit to that? Sure. Uh, he's got a wallet. He's got keys. He's got a gun. Call he's got ID. The body. He's got ID. He's got a couple bucks on him. So I'm definitely going to take family photos. He's definitely going to take the picture of his wife and daughters. Um, and sons Actually, too. he has a picture of his daughters, but it appears to be like a ripped half picture. You don't know what was on the other half of the picture. I'll take that. Probably half. his ex-wife. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was thinking of some sort of bog monster. But. Could be. Take the keys. <laughs> made just, just really take, take, take all the stuff that he has. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so you uh, yeah. thoroughly loot Officer Hammock. While this is going on, what do you guys do? Uh, so I'm uh, looking through trying to find uh, any toe tag that says Blumpkin or any... Sure, you throw open a couple. There's only three little like uh, cabinets in here. Mm-hmm. Two of them are empty. The third one, however, does have the body of a teenage boy in it. Mm-hmm. Actually, one of them is empty because I'm sleeping in one of them. <laughs> you find Crud uh, asleep. You have no idea how he so quickly got inside of one of them. Power naps are important, Crud. And is, the third one, though, you do find a, uh, a teenage body, a boy, really like drawn in and thin, super almost like translucent, so pale. Oh, man, this is really gross. A uh, name like Blumpkin, I expected him to be Meteor. So, uh, I suppose I'll use the other hold that I have from Investigative Mystery, and uh, I'm going to try and figure out if I can piece together by inspecting the body what uh, what happened to co- the actual cause of death. Sure. Uh, you look at this, and you, know, you haven't been in this mortal realm for that long, so you don't know that much how drugs work, but you're pretty sure that all of the blood was just sucked out of this body. There's these, like, bruise wounds around it. Um, and it looks like at various points something like sucked or extracted the blood out of this thing. You do not think this kid died of an overdose. Uh, so I, I do not know uh, everything about uh, your mortal drug culture, but correct me if I'm wrong, neither of you know of any drug that causes the blood to furiously escape the body all at once? That's called getting your head cut off. Yeah, I've seen some. Crazy. Is that popular? Does it have a good street price, or I've only done it a handful of times, and to be honest, it was never very fun. Well, uh, his head isn't cut off, so I think no, his, his, his body out. seems intact. Like there's no big cuts, there's nothing, there's no you know lacerations, bruises aside from like these hickey type things. I've only seen this once before, deep in the Amazon rainforest when I was stationed down there, the old war of the Boogaloo's. It was real, I swear it. I saw a giant lamprey come out of the water and leached onto a man and sucked him dry. Why do you roll your sharp? Crow. Seven, eight, nine. Total nine. I don't know why we're using the DM's dice. 
Because they're always rolling meetings. Well, you oh, should have <laughs> brought your own. I did. Well, you're not using them, and that's your fault. Um, <coughs> is there something you want to know about something that would cause this? You want me to just give you some exposition? This is really good. Playing a crazy character in those types of roles where it's just... I mean, you, you, I'm, just like, I'm just like barking around at something. Yeah, you you spent some time um, in the Amazon. I have. Um... You know, it was kind of before you believed in the supernatural, this thing, and you saw everything was a part of the natural world. Uh, but the wounds you see on this thing are very, very similar to what happened to one of your companions on uh, an expedition through the Amazon in your youth. You spent some time in the peace group. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well done. Um, mm-hmm. And <coughs> you remember at one point that... Uh, one night, like a giant, like leech, the locals called it like a blood leech, came out um, of the river and just sucked this kid dry. And this is what he looked like. They sucked him off and left him, and left him dry. And left him on the side of the road. I think I've totally figured out this whole thing. <laughs> oh, you think so? Un- unrelated. Cooper, you win. <laughs> well, guys, pack it in. Yeah, well, great. Out of character, game. Cooper figured everything out. Right. You gotta be careful. Oh, I wasn't talking about the game, I was just talking about my life. Life, yeah. life, yeah. yeah. Well, this game this could be bump. your life. Um, yeah, so you one time did encounter a body like this, and it was like a giant blood leech. Um, it looked very similar to what happened to the poor Blumpkin kid. Now, if I know anything about giant blood leeches and what I was just talking about, and then reaffirmed and in my might. own minds, boys. I would say that we need to get down somewhere around where that boy died. Or investigate that weird game that everybody's playing. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't figured out my life at all. <laughs> well, well, uh, well, video games do seem entertaining. Uh... And as you guys are doing all this, you hear a voice upstairs yelling, uh, Officer Hamhawk, oh. is everything okay in there? All right. Uh, uh, we, we heard some shots. There's a, there's a couple of us out here. We're concerned. Uh, perhaps, gentlemen, it's time that we all uh, hug together and maybe make an expeditious retreat. <laughs> I'm over by by uh, uh, like a drain for the for the whole room, and I'm like inspecting it. I'm trying clogged. To, I'm trying to see if if I can quickly unclog it and escape through through the drain in the floor. <laughs> Uh, I, I appreciate your vigor, but I really doubt it's going to work. <laughs> Everybody just—it looks a little small for you. Oh yeah, yeah. Back when I was, I was a leech <laughs> myself in another life. I think it'd be pretty, pretty useful if we bring uh, Bunkin's body with us. So I, I, I grab his body, throw it over my shoulder, and then uh, you know crawl into your yeah. your <laughs> muzzle. Your uh, well, and it'll be harder, but let's give it a shot. <laughs> All right, so uh, the three of you guys. Get well. The, the, the two of you with the body. Yeah. Get under the wings of uh, old Zarafel here. Where, where are you going, bud? Uh, uh, we're gonna head back to the. Uh, <coughs> uh, what do you think, guys? I mean, head back to the the cranberry marsh, or say there, or, or the the bay the bay mist um, place on the uh, on the water. You know? I mean, we're uh, yeah. Let's just head back to where the where Blumpkin met his unfortunate end. Okay. Alright, um, do you, uh, roll whatever that roll is. That is going to be a weird roll. Weird. And it's an eight. Uh, that was the same results last time too, right? Same, yes. seven to nine. Alright, uh, 
So you get wrapped up, uh, the, the three of you, the body of Herman Blumpkin. Uh, you leave kind of like the babbling, soothed uh, body. Uh, he was unconscious in the fall. Now he's just kind of he's feeling good, uh, babbling on the floor a little bit. Officer Hamhock, um, you guys disappear um, in a puff, and a moment later you appear in the cranberry bog. However, the body of Herman Blumpkin is not with you. You have no idea where it wound up. Oh my. I really have to apologize again. I really thought I was going to get it right this time. Uh, I, I'll practice, you know? I will, I will try harder, and um, perhaps I could look around and try and find uh, the body somewhere... Um, I start to sniff the air furiously. <laughs> smells nice. It's kind of like a sour, sweet, cranberry smell. Like death. Um, you're right in the middle of the bog. The ground, the bottom of it is actually pretty hard. You thought it would be like natural dirt, but it feels like it's almost like concrete. Like this is a uh, manufactured prefab bog by the Bay Mist people. Uh, but it's a little deeper than you guys were in before. It's up to your chest, but it does smell nice. These white green or white red cranberries all over. My nipples are telling me that this cranberry bog tastes a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> they, they can taste your nipples? Yes. <laughs> they, they have uh, Minds of their own. sensory. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd like to try and read a bad situation uh, and see if, uh, see if I see any disturbances in the bog or anything unusual inside of it. Sure. Why don't you uh, roll your shark? Five or dull. <laughs> um, all right, so you go out, you separate yourself a little bit from the group, um, and you go to uh, kind of just investigate this area, mm-hmm. look uh, around a little bit, um, and see what you can figure out. Um, when you, uh, you've been walking for, I don't know, a minute or so away from these guys, just kind of there watching you, and you feel like a. <laughs> Like a strong, like sucking thing um, on your thigh, and you take a point of harm, and you feel like the life is kind of getting sucked out of you. Um, gentlemen, uh, I believe I'm feeling a bit timid. Uh, it might bear some attention. There's also a tentacle. <laughs> what are you talking about, man? No, I know it's something you usually say, but I swear there's a tentacle holding me. <laughs> oh, I, I understand. So I have the uh, I've got brass knuckle knuckles as well, and uh, so I just start punching the bog. Are you going over where he is, or you just punch everywhere? Just, just generally just punching, punching, punching the bog. All right, so you just put it out. You know the water's kind of thick with cranberries. Uh, but you're able to kind of just wade through it, punching it. Nothing really seems to generally uh, making it towards uh, my, my moving in the direction. direction. Just a friendly um, bit of advice: that's not how you make cranberry juice. <laughs> um, so you're punching, you. making your way over there. Are you doing I'm anything fun? Uh, yeah, I'm also waiting over there. Um, you know, if it's a real tentacle uh, in in this in this plane, I need to know about it. Mm-hmm. Okay, what uh, what are you doing, Azzy? Azarafel. Uh, I mean, at, a, at this point, uh, Azarafel just has to uh, pull out his his flaming sword and try and knock it. Where's flame comes out sometimes? <coughs> There it goes. Uh, and he's going to uh, roll to kick some ass and cut at the uh, 
cut at the tentacle. All right, so not even really knowing what's on you, uh, you swing through uh, into the water, to the bog below. You want to roll your tough. All right. Not using any of those. Fresh dice. Lucky dice. Seven. Still made it. Um, so you, uh, you hack at this thing, mm-hmm. um, and you get, th- you get to it expecting to find like a tentacle, something big, and you realize that's not the case at all. It's more just like a big leech that's attached itself to your thigh. Mm-hmm. Um, and in doing so, you slice through it, uh, but you also, uh, get into your own thigh as well. So you cut this thing off of you, but you take two more points of harm, leaving you at four remaining. It started at yes. seven. Um, so you have four remaining, uh, but this thing that was sucking on you is no longer connected. Uh, what are you guys doing? You're in this bog. Cranberries all around, perhaps some other mysteries below the surface. I, um, I stop for a moment and look around to see if there's any disturbances in the, uh, in the cranberry, if, if anything's leaving a cranberry wake. So, sure. why don't you roll your sharp? Little guys. Oh, hello. Ooh, oh, ooh. hello. Big chicken, Bob. Now that's <coughs> what's up. 13. Uh, well, hold three. Related to being in here and thing, ask me any of those questions when you feel appropriate. If you want to do some now, that would be fine. What did I do? Did I read a bad the, situation? Read, read a bad, bad situation. Um, yes. Uh, are there any dangers here we haven't noticed? Yes. There is a significant monster in this water. Oh, yeah. I assume that's also the biggest threat. Uh, What's most vulnerable to me? What is most... uh, In what sense? Like, uh... I guess of our party. Who who is most vulnerable? How about that? I'll change the question entirely. You are. Oh. It's my smell, isn't it? Everything that's <laughs> Um And uh, what's the base, best way to protect the victims, a.k.a. me? Um, so you think back a little bit about you know, kind of your blood leech knowledge, things like that. Um, and you remember when this thing happened, when you were back in the Amazon, that as soon as it became apparent what you were dealing with, the locals all pulled out fire. Oh. And that seemed to be the thing to really destroy and ward off this creature. So if you're fighting a similar type of thing, that's probably what you want to use. Okay. Um, now, I think that uh, what we're dealing with is a giant leech monster in the bog. And that flaming sword that I've just forgotten about until just recently that you had. Oh, yes. It'll be very, it'll be very key, key in, in our defeating of this, of this monster. Well, let's hope so. It hasn't gone so well so far, but... I'm optimistic. Uh, I'm gonna draw it out. Should I draw it out? I'm gonna draw it out. And I. Well, I, yes. Tally ho. I uh, I get down low in the water, so it's just uh, just near uh, the water's up to my nose, pretty much. And I start swimming around and yelling crazy shit into the water, just Argh! you know, just making up a, a bunch of sounds because I know. Uh, what are you trying to do? Just bring it, make it, make it known where we are. I want, so, I want to bring it to us. Okay. Can I, can I help out my fellow hunter and you know, sure. get very low in the water too, and just start yelling crazy stuff as well? Sure. Uh, why don't you roll your cool to help him out? Uh, so I rolled a ten. Nice. Which uh, on a ten plus seven and nine. 
Is it still falling? Even though it's 10 plus? Yeah, plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so you're going to get a plus one to your roll over there, Cry. Uh, so why don't you... Uh, what are you cool? Uh, no problem. I think you're acting under pressure here. Yeah, I would say so. So plus one cancels out that minus one. That's true. Seven. Alright, so you start to wade into this bog. Everyone's kind of on edge a little bit. You know there's something in here. Um, and you push out from the group. How do you uh, try to attract his attention? What are you doing? Um, make, splashing, uh, making noises, uh, calling, calling to it. Blowing blown bubbles blown in the water. A couple bubbles here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like milk bubbles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Um, yeah, speaking speaking in it in uh, land praise. So you kind of wade around in this murky crimson water, um, splashing, drawing attention, eating some cranberries, eating a couple cranberries. You know, cranberries without sugar, extremely tart. Extremely, extremely tart. Yeah. Um, you've put yourself in a worse situation by eating those tart cranberries. I found out. Um, so you go um, and you see bubbling up uh, in front of you, kind of like. The water splashes for a moment, um, and then all of a sudden you feel something like suck onto your chest, and you feel like it's kind of attached almost to your entire midsection. Um, you have whatever is in here, you have drawn the attention of it, and it has attached itself to your body. Um, you feel not so much covering your entire body, but like at several different points on your torso and your legs, one even gripping onto the tip of your penis. No. Um, just start feeding on you. Feel the blood coming out of your body. Um, you take two points of harm, crud, um, as the life starts to flow out of you. You're also kind of in an awkward spot. You're like chin deep in this cranberry water. What are you going to do? The joke's on him. I lost that thing years ago. <laughs> um, so I... Uh, your penis you're talking about. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Did I, you go back to look for it once you lost it? You're like, fuck it, underneath it. Well, I spent uh, probably about a decade uh, searching again. Decade. How old is Crud? The Amazon. He's 56. Okay. Um, 40s were a weird time. Very. <laughs> uh, but I produce I produce my, uh, my big knife. Only weapon I have readily available. Um, and um, sink sink it down into uh, the tentacle that's attached to my to my right thigh. Okay, why don't you uh, roll your tough? Nine. Nice. All right. Uh, what's the harm on that weapon? One. Um. Right, you guys kind of trade blows. You awkwardly stab. The water is so dark, so red. You're not, at this point, you're not sure what's your blood, what's cranberry juice, what's the boggy sear water of the Pine Barrens. Who knows? Uh, but you're kind of stabbing blindly and trade blows with this thing. So it sucks some more life out of you. Uh, you're not feeling too bad. Why don't you check the unstable box? You're feeling a little weak, a little drained. Um, as you stab this thing with your knife. Uh, Azarafel, you see that whatever Crud was trying to attract, he has gotten the attention of, um, and he's not that far from you in the water. Crap! So, uh, I, I, uh, sees his, the person he's supposed to be, uh, protecting getting attacked, 
and immediately um, centers down and, and summons up all the divine energy he can and rears his uh, flaming sword straight down onto whatever's beneath the water. Alright, so you wade through, your wings pop out, give you an extra little boost uh, getting over to that area. Why don't you roll your stuff to kick some ass, as the move is called. And you, what are you using your flaming sword? I'm using my flaming <coughs> sword. My holy flaming sword. And I'm using uh, smite, which uh, lets it act as a weakness towards any monster that I'm fighting. Unless you don't roll high. <laughs> <laughs> so that comes out to a six. A six. That's not a very good roll at all. No, it's um, a so bad one. You go charging in, kind of blind again. You can't see mm-hmm. um, through this red, not even reddish. It's red. It's getting redder too as your blood mixes into it. Crud, soon to be joined blood. by the blood of Azarafel, who before you can even swing this thing, um, you feel that this thing is just like chomped onto you. Uh, and now you feel different than uh, previously when it was like a little like tentacle <coughs> or mouth or a leech sticking onto you, you feel like a larger thing that's just attached to your side, mm-hmm. um, and it's draining the life out of you. You take three harm, leaving you at one harm. Oh, you're not feeling I, good. I, I do have armor, though. Uh, you have one armor. Oh, you do. So you're at two arm. We are terrible at being monster <laughs> hunters. <laughs> we really do have to practice more. <laughs> um... So this thing uh, is now gripped up onto you. Um, it's continuing to kind of just suckle at you. Now you're beating down a little bit. You can feel it a little bit. It is an enormous kind of gooey, leechy uh, monstrosity. Uh, Crud, what are you doing? You've had your nice out. You've been trading blows. Um, Zarefa, you can check that unstable box yes. as well. Because neither of you are feeling particularly good after your encounter. A spoon is kind of just standing there, shell-shocked. He's having flashbacks at the time that these centaurs killed his wife, his daughter, his son, his other son, his uncle, his mother, his father, second cousin, his nephew, and local his priest, great uncle, his quizzo partner, godson, quizzo partner, all wiped out by these monster centaurs. Azarafel, I honestly don't know what to do. What should I do? That is a very good question. Uh, I would say run? I'm not going to run! And I take out my, uh, handheld, hand my holdout pistol and start firing shots right into the... Or into, that. In, into, uh, into the thing. Alright, you drop your knife, uh, or you switch out of it you, with your free hand, you draw your pistol. I got uh, a plus one on going for my action as well, because I did exactly the opposite of the, of the, uh, so of the... Oh, the you, you set that up. Yeah. Um, Alright, why don't you, uh, roll? I'm rolling tough. Roll that tough. And I get a plus one. Any move, any any moves pursuing that course. So I'm I'm going. To and what did you that. tell him to do? I told him to run. So anytime he doesn't run, yeah. you yeah. get that plus one forward. All right, so rolling tough plus one. Oh, nice ten. So a heater. Um. So you could choose one extra effect from that ten plus chart. Oh, uh, what's the? Um, I'm going to inflict terrible harm. Plus one harm. So this weapon does plus two, uh, two arm already, plus one, that's three. All right, uh, so this thing... Uh, it's also loud, tagged close, loud, and reload. So I'm not firing it right at myself, I'm firing it like a little bit into the... 
than to wherever. All right, so you've got a good feel for where this thing is now. Um, and you pull out, you're gone, fire into the bog. Uh, the water sprays up the bay mist. Now the ma- name all makes sense to you. It's the bay mist sprays up into your face. Um, it's you, blood red. You jack this thing up for an additional point of damage. You deal three harm to it. However, it does continue to suck on you, uh, leaving you at one harm. Uh, do you have armor? I don't think so. Okay. One, leaving you at one harm. One harm remaining. Yeah. yeah. Um, and this thing is firmly implanted on you. Seems like you've got like some tendrils or things. You've got like the main body mm-hmm. of this thing stuck on you, Zarephel. And Spoon continues to frantically search around. Also known as Spoon is out grabbing beer, and we'll be back moment. <laughs> um, Spoon. They need you, Spoon. <coughs> um, all right. Well, uh, Azarafel tries to gather up the last of his the last of his courage and he goes when I was sent on this journey Metatron told me Azarafel, you're the only man who can do this job who isn't busy at the moment who feels like doing it and honestly I can't afford to lose anybody important on this task so it might as well be you so I know how much this matters. So if this is the last thing I do, crud, you have to save the world. Um, I'm doing all I can! <laughs> so, uh, so Zarephel, uh comes in for one last mighty swing. Or are you trying to protect him? What's that? Are you trying to protect him is what it sounds like. That's what it sounded like. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. All right, so roll uh, tough. All right, so rolling top. Uh, that time it is a eleven. All right, so you uh, managed to step in between um, Crud and whatever this thing is. You still really haven't seen, and you pull um, the tentacles off of this thing um, and position yourself between it, thinking again about the shameful uh, circumstances you were sent here. <laughs> As a derelict, lesser-used angel. Uh, but you know that crud is the key to the future. Um, and if you have to pass here, so be it. But at least crud will live. So you position yourself uh, between him and it. Uh, he pulls you away from this thing. What are you doing, crud? You're free for a moment. You, His words will get away. Do you heed his advice? Fuck no. And I fire more more rounds right into the heart of this thing. All right. Roll your, roll your tough. Ooh, 11. Nice. Um, I'm going to deal... Uh, I'm going to do it again. I'm going to inflict terrible harm. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to inflict terrible harm. All right, so you uh, once again unload. This thing starts to like, bubble up to the surface, mm. and it's like a man-sized... Um, if you didn't know any better, you might think that it's a giant cranberry. It's Whoa. so big and red and whitish wow. in spots. Um, it looks it's the elder cranberry. I've heard of this. It, it, perhaps it's the source of all cranberry power in this region. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, but you get a clear shot at this thing and then load, delivering uh, three harm to it. Um, the tentacles, in response, lash out at you. However, Azarafel is perfectly positioned um, to position himself. To take the damage instead, you did roll a 10 plus to protect someone. Mm-hmm. Is that a fail? So you want to pick something from that 
that charge, you could suffer less less harm, you could deal some damage, you could keep it from closing the distance. Um, I want to... I want to inflict harm on it. Okay. Which means you're going to be taking harm as well. Yes. Okay. Well, I've still got two. And I take one less. So hopefully it'll work out. Um, Famous last words. <laughs> uh, okay. So I'm... Uh, so you throw your shoulder at this thing. It's I going... I throw it in and, and try and jam my, my fire sword into the side of it as I, as I come in. All right. Uh, so this thing... Um, in response to the shots fired by Crud, it kind of lunges forward, um, and you intervene um, and get between it. And uh, you have your uh, sword. What damage does that do? Uh, that does three. Three. Um, so you do three harm to this thing of fire, um, and in response, it does manage to get you. Uh, leaving you with one, uh, but you drive your sword into this thing, and it kind of flattens out, um, pops a little bit, almost like you've been boiling this cranberry, kind of like bubbles up, pops, um, and floats up to the surface. There's this enormous thing just floating there. Both of you are in very bad shape. You look back um, at Spoon, who's kind of looking sheepishly at you guys, a little bit embarrassed. Um, You know, in the past, when his family was killed, because of his inaction. Now he's had a chance to avenge it, make himself seem something better, and he's failed miserably. That's some dark shit, man. Yes, well, you know, I mean, therapy can always help with uh, with PTSD. We'll, we'll inspect that when we get back to the city. That was, that was exceptionally gross. I thought it was going to be lampreys, but a cranberry monster... <laughs> Doesn't seem to make much What, you're not sense. afraid of cranberry monsters? Oh, now I am, and I forever will be. <laughs> so you guys That's are all... Uh, you, you're The three of you are in the water. Mm-hmm. Um, this thing is floating around. Um, you notice uh, a figure's kind of stepped out of the... Uh, the area adjacent to the bog, standing mm-hmm. out there. He's got, like, on a cape. He's got, like, a cane. Like a glass ball at the top of it. He's wearing a top hat. He yells out to you. You okay, friends? I heard some gunshots fired. Uh, yes, we have been having a harsh time. Unfortunately, we don't really have time for a magic show. Uh, but we do appreciate your attention, nonetheless. Now, now let the man talk. I, I do always appreciate a magic show. I, I will be honest. I suppose there's always room for Jello. <coughs> Yes, there is. What's that behind you over there? I'm not sure what direction you're pointing. It's pointing behind you. What is behind? Uh, and I look behind me. Oh, the, I believe he's referring to the giant dead cranberry monster. Oh, you giant dead cranberry look monster! Back, you see the giant, then you gra- glance back um, at the man, and he's now in a different part um, of the bog. Uh, he's moved quickly, suddenly, tragically, to the edge of a different area. Are you all right? Perhaps I can help you with something. What trickery is this? No trickery here. Just good old-fashioned magic. Uh, can I, I roll been. to read a bad situation? I may sure. Why don't you uh, roll your... It always be time for magic. Sure. Uh, all right. Roll sure. Um. Yeah. Roll sharp. 
that is uh, <coughs> you ask me one question from the bad situation list. Okay. Um Uh what is the best way to protect the victims, the victim being crud and then also me, if possible. Protect from what? From uh, anything that might happen from a magician popping around. Um, you're getting a weird vibe from this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know oh, he's come. No shit. I know, shocking. <laughs> you know he's come, offering to help, but he's kind of appeared out of the woods, uh-huh. um, standing on the edge here, a little tuned in. Um, to what's going on. It does seem a little weird. And you feel like if you want to protect yourself, you want to protect Crud, most importantly, mm-hmm. um, it's probably a good idea to get away from this guy. Right. Right. Alright. Um, well then, uh, I have to admit... I... What's going on, friends? Take my hand! And he kind of reaches over a little bit. Um, looks. You, you reach that hand, you see like a little glint of metal. I think he's got a joy buzzer on his hand because <laughs> he reaches over. He's not. You'd have to move to get him. He's not quite that close, but he's offering his hand. I think we're okay, friend. Uh, where did you go? Oh, you don't want the ocean, the bay mist people to find you here. What is that a threat, my good friend? No, it's a word of advice. Oh well, uh, we. If, s- if, if I act in opposition to that word of advice, <laughs> maybe I do. Maybe I do want everybody to find me here. Hey, everybody! <coughs> I'm right here. <laughs> you get a plus one. Everybody <laughs> seeing me right here. That doesn't make any sense. Um. All right. Well, then, uh, uh, I really do appreciate uh, your your advice and everything. Um. But uh, I, I think it would be best if you left. No, I don't think that would be best. I'm the magnificent Morocco, and I can help you. <laughs> and and please how, how take my I, hand. I, I, a cranberry bog I, is no fit place for a man as handsome and androgynous as yourself. Well, yes, I am very androgynous. Here's a very nice smile, handsome man. Also handsome, yes. yes. You think he's got a really nice ponytail coming out of the back of his, like, top hat? Whoa. Oh, well, that does seem majestic. <laughs> um, how would you suggest that you were going to help us, Cranberry Magician? Well, you seem to be struggling. Brain. You seem injured. You've got those bruises on your body. You look a little pale. Oh, I always look pale. It's just my alabaster skin. Well, you are close to death. Perhaps a nice... Gr- a nice... I mean, not to say that I'm not close to death. That is also true. I think... A nice glass of cranberry juice can help you out. I've been chewing on these things. They don't taste very good. Yes, it, does, it hasn't seemed to be helping, my friend. No, I, we need to refine the juice, juice, the raw berry. It's not fit for consumption. Oh, didn't you get some from the shop? I did. It was very tasty. Oh, well, do you have some of that? Sure, I've got it here. Why don't you step out of the water? Nothing seems odd about this now. <laughs> not a thing. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. Um, so, like, if he's also in the water? Or is he no, he's the on shore? the edge of the oh, water. Yeah. So, he's where we came from, pretty much. Well, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. And that's, like, the only area where we can really get to, unless we have to, like, swim to the... The bog, bog is fairly big. Mm-hmm. Um, you can try to swim <coughs> to an opposite side where he is. He does seem like he can move around quickly, as that's he did. True, yeah. I feel mm-hmm. as though we've been bested by this. 
in Morocco. Well, uh... The magnificent Morocco. Have you not heard of me? Oh, I'm... I'm, I'm Muckerton's greatest magician. Muckerton's magician. Oh, what's that? And he reaches behind his Morocco. own ear. He pulls out a cranberry. Yeah. Oh, look, it was back there the whole time. Tosses it into the water. <laughs> well, I, I'll, I also pull out a cranberry from my actual ear. and Oh, I had one, too. Oh, pesky little bastards, aren't they? Oh, perhaps an apprentice. <coughs> Come with me, middle-aged fellow. <laughs> uh, you know what? This is this has gotten altogether too creepy. I I, I believe uh, you should no longer be here, and uh, I am going to uh, cast out evil on him. Ooh! How does that work? Okay, so uh, it is a weird roll. I do believe, or no, tough. It is a tough roll. And uh, if I hit it good, he disappears and goes somewhere else immediately. If I hit it medium, it takes him a little while to disappear. Sure. What do you roll it? All right. Let's see what happens. All right. And that is an eight. Uh, what does this action look like on your part? Um, so uh, I, I cast a divine radiance about myself that spreads uh, outward in waves and... Uh, uh, dispenses any evil entity around me uh, to a is it a, evil a or translocation. is it unnatural? Well, it's named cast out. Oh, well, it is an unnatural creature technically. Yes. Um. So you uh kind of dig deep. You remember your divine school training. Mm-hmm. Um. And burst forth um this energy from you. Um. And it kind of like goes out in a little bit of a shockwave. Um, he seems unaffected by it. As it radiates through him, you feel that he is not unna- unnatural. You think that he's a man of this world. Um, though the actions you've just taken kind of caused one of his eyebrows to arch up in concern. Uh, I do have to apologize. I've massively misread this situation. Um, so do you have any of that cranberry juice? Certainly. Come uh, on, come ashore, my friend. Let's get you dry. Cranberry bog is no place, like I said, for a man as handsome as you. It is true. I am more handsome than most. Uh, okay, so is there a full... I mean, I'm not going to die less. So, uh, he, uh, he, he goes, uh, could you just give me a taste before we come any closer? Just like a, a sip to identify... Sure, he reaches into uh, his cape, pulls out like, a bottle of bay mist, mm-hmm. cranberry juice, tosses it to you. Oh, oh very good, yes. So Zarephel unscrews the cap and uh, and just takes a, a slight quaff. Start of it. Refreshing. Hmm. Uh, do, I, do I feel any different? No, not particularly. Oh. Well, I'm still bleeding to death, but this is lovely. <laughs> I bet that tastes way better than this muck water I've been drinking for the last half an hour. How about one for old? How old did you? Good? How did you folks wind up here in this bog? It's an odd place. Oh, life takes you funny I, places. I thought I'd heard some gunshots. I was just taking my evening stroll through the woods here. In the dark, then. The early evening, but certainly. Yes. Dark is nothing to be afraid of. Also in the eye of the beholder. Especially now. You get what I'm laying down. Anyway, you you were you were looking awfully creepy, and 
uh, much like a, a man, a man what has uh, delicious cranberry juice that I would like very much. Mm. And you, you want to know about them gunshots? You don't need to know about them. Everything's taken care of. I have no idea where these gunshots could have come from. It's just us, the man madly punching the lake with brass knuckles, my flaming sword, and crud. Must have been some swamp gas. Well, if you folks, if you insist on staying in this bog, then by all means, I'll leave you to it. Takes a couple steps back. Well, I mean, how extremely odd. He was a weird one, wasn't he? Uh, I'm still here. I just took a couple steps back. Ah! Oh! <laughs> we had thought you left. I'm sorry, we have a very short attention span. Yeah, it's a, it's a, <laughs> one of our biggest faults, honestly. Well, um... I, for one, am dead tired, uh, and could really use uh, a little medical attention. <laughs> now, um... You are... Very gracious, very gracious. Slightly creepy, but I do think perhaps we should head towards, I don't know, a hospital or just a piece of fabric I could tie against my leg. I'm getting awfully soggy out here. (laughs) And the leeches are swarming. Well, then by all means, go about your business, friends. I think he's using reverse psychology. No, why would you think that? I think that if we go onto the shore, something bad will happen. But I don't know what else to do. It seems like a lose-lose situation. Shit. Well, I say let's go he, for it. He takes a couple steps back uh, into the woods. I guess I'll just be going about my normal evening if there's nothing you folks need. Yeah, you go on again. And I fire a couple shots up into the air to scare him. <laughs> All right, he, uh, the magnificent Morocco, he kind of like bows a little bit, twirls out his cape. Still there. But then he steps back into the woods and in a moment kind of disappears into the fading sunlight. He didn't get scared at all. No. Well, at least we tricked him into thinking we didn't have a gun. <laughs> <laughs> for, a, for a moment. <laughs> oh. Well, um, I am feeling a bit woozy, but we could always uh, see how that fighting game is going. Everybody was a fan of that. Everyone loved that. Should we Should we take your, your magical wings of pure joy? There's always, the, there's, there's always uh, room in the wings. <laughs> Hug up. <laughs> They've been so reliable so far. So, uh, I gather up us, all, all three of us, and, uh, and I, I concentrate extra hard this time. This is the one you'll get right, Azarephal. This is the one you'll get right. Uh, nine. A nine. Uh, so you grab up good old crud spoon, who just seems to be in, like, a catatonic <laughs> state, not really sure uh, what's going on, this entire situation, um, was weird to him. Um, and a moment later, where, so where are you trying to go? Uh, uh, where are we trying to go? I would say the, I mean... Oh, to uh, Skinny Vinny's? The, is that the pizza yeah, shop? Yeah, the, 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 the pizza the shop with the video game. Yeah. All right, uh, so a moment later, you appear um, inside of like a dark shop. You look around. Um, through the windows in front of the place, you see Skinny Vinny's across the street. Um, and you appear to be the magic shop. Um, there's a lot mm-hmm. of like, uh, kind of just like normally magic things and pranks, dribble cups, hand buzzers, uh, tarot cards, stuff like that. 
You know, you don't see anyone around. Blame on the injuries. And the lights are turned off. You don't think by any chance this is his shop, do you? Are we trapped inside of his shop right now? This seems like a real blunder on my part. I, I do expressly apologize this time. Uh, I could just throw this cash register through that big plate glass window. Honestly, I think it might be better than me trying again. Yes, yeah, uh huh. And I rip it. It's like an old timey one, you know. There is one of those big old timey yeah. big buttons. Cha ching! Very Cha-ching. heavy. But I, uh, I get it and I kind of whip my entire body around 180 degrees and lob it through the window. Uh, why don't you roll your tough? This thing is very heavy. It's all brass and copper. Eight. Um, so you, uh, you pick this thing up, um, and it is heavy. You hurl it through, uh, the front door, shattering the window. And for, like, the 40th time today, you guys make a huge din, <laughs> huge loud sound, um, around town. Uh, but there's now a broken front door, uh, nothing subtle about it. Definitely drew, um, some attention to it. Um, you step out the door, um, and you're on the street, you look to your left, Look to your right, standing at the, about a block away, you see the magnificent Morocco. How did he get here so fast? Well, magnificently. He, and he's just staring at you. Across the street, you see skinny Vinnies. Um, looks like they keep later hours. There's a couple of teenage kids around like an arcade game inside, furiously mashing some buttons. Um, uh, Mr. Uh, Morocco, uh, I do hate to point it out, but it seems some hoodlums have broken into your shop. It was terrible. He's walking very determined um, in your direction uh, with his cane. You know, I'm going to feel really bad if he's not trying to kill us, because he offered us help several times. We ran away from him. I tried to cast him out. What seems to be the problem here, gentlemen? Oh, well, nothing. This is our uneven stroll. I offer you some help. And now I find you here in front... Of my humble magical shop. Yes, with a it. smashed that window. I did it all. He, yes, I know well, you did it. I watched it all go down. I don't respect you. I don't <laughs> respect magicians. I think that they're filthy people. I'll be honest. It's not a popular opinion, but it's mine. And it's all mine. And what is your problem with magicians? With, there's, like a, there's like a nice wooden bench in front of the place. He sits down on it. Sit down. I will not sit down Talk near to you. me. I'm <laughs> I wasn't seeking... All right, I was seeking... No, no. I will never see eye to eye with people like you, you fancy magic people, and your your eyes and your fancy crystal balls and whatnot. They're too big, those balls. No. You know about them. Yes, I see one right in your hand, and it is making me very uncomfortable. The Uh, name of the shop is actually The Crystal Balls. um, Yes, yes. Set it on the back of that... Oh, that uh, cash register I threw through your window as well. It was rather tongue-in-cheek. <laughs> well, it looks like this is a matter I'm going to have to speak to Officer Hamhock about. Good luck. <laughs> Listen, sir. Oh, have you thrown something through his window as well? I would just like to say I, uh, we have never met <laughs> Officer Hamhock. In a, a manner of speaking, yes, I would have to say so. He was keeping me from all those beautiful apartments, apartment building, the apartment building in his basement where I can sleep for free. It's my home now, and that's where I sleep, and he was in my way. <laughs> Why don't you roll your charm? Ooh, I get to roll sharp instead of measure. No. Oh, yes. what ability is that? That is, see, it all fits together. You can use sharp instead of charm when you manipulate, so. 
I guess it's not really. No, I, I, I guess this is kind of an everyone. Yeah. Nine. Eight. Eight. Well, I can see I've tried to help. And this mucker tin just isn't big enough for both of us. <laughs> so I think it's about time you boys were out of here. And we'll just call it even. I'll ignore the damages here. And we'll need to o- talk to Officer Hamhock about it. And whatever oh, funny not. business you had going on at that Bay Miss facility, we'll just keep it between us. But why don't you guys... Just move along. You are very accommodating, sir, and, and I do appreciate it very much. Uh, Crud, perhaps we should uh, go find some uh, uh, invigorating food over over at the pizza place. Oh, no, it's all right. I already ate, but... Uh, yeah, I'm no, I don't think that's quite far enough. Oh, well then. Uh, yes, uh, I do believe our business is concluded here. Uh, perhaps we could... Uh, uh, take a quick trip over to Jefferson. <laughs> that does sound well as well. And I'm actually eating uh, just the top part of my own shoe. Just for fun. And also because I was hungry. See you guys both a very curious look. A uh, little menacing looking at the two of you. Well, uh, we shall be on our way. Uh, if you uh, have a... <coughs> the inclination, perhaps you could help me out with this last move, because I am not very good at it. Um, and, uh, Azarifel, um, brings his wings in one more time, uh, and tries to, uh, think about, um, what you would assume is several times before that we have, uh, visited Jefferson Hospital in desperate need of help. Hmm. Oh no! <laughs> uh, so that was a. What uh, has become of us? What has become <laughs> of us? That is a total of five. Oh, yeah, that's a and uh, yeah, so um, I wrap my uh, I wrap my wings around uh, my compatriots, and uh, and we hug very close. And you hear me groan in some in some effort, and there is a small fart. <laughs> uh, and uh, then I just stand back up awkwardly uh, without any wings and go uh, I mean could we just get some pizza before we leave <laughs> sounds like you need to take the long road out of town then huh uh, you don't happen to have a phone to call an Uber do you <laughs> my phone dials one number Oh, Officer Hamhock oh 1-800-HAMHOCK <laughs> It's the only emergency number. So I see you have his number as well. (laughs) Do you have a quarter for the payphone? So you guys have been talking. You've been talking. (laughs) You've been uh, talking out to him outside for a couple of moments, um, and you notice from (coughs) the uh, the produce stand, an older guy. He's come out. He's kind of looking at you. He's got a look on his face. He doesn't like you very much. Two of the kids from the arcade game over at Skinny Vinny's have stepped out, and they're, like, making eye contact uh, with the magnificent Morocco, and they're all kind of looking at you, kind of... I think it's time for you folks to leave. Unless you want to spend the night. Maybe another visit to the bog? Uh, That's not where we prefer to spend the night if there are any other options. Uh... Zerfell's just putting his thumb out to the road now. 
We're good. Yeah, no, all right, well, let's, let's get out of here. Spoon, come on. It's about a block to the highway. <laughs> uh, you don't have a vehicle. But you perhaps could hitchhike. Probably, I could probably hitchhike a block. You know, nobody's picking us up with, with me. And Spoon's still it's true. Spoon's just, just punching, punching, punching the pavement man. with both of his things. He no more. No more centaurs. Complete fugue state. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, we walk, we walk. Yeah, we uh, we, we walk there. It's all right, so you guys are going. back up with uh, several members of Muckerton, kind mm-hmm. of watching you as you recede uh, from the little downtown area. You make it out to the highway area and hitchhike. After a little while, you find some teenagers on the way back from Atlantic City who'd stopped here on the taco truck, which is an excellent taco truck, uh, and they uh, they pick you up, offer to give you a ride back to Philadelphia. You guys come over the Wall Whitman. Find your way back into South Philadelphia, um, where they drop you off. You guys, uh, where do you guys convene to talk about stuff? You have a you have a hideout, a lair, in someone's house. Well, the dumpster behind the Wawa. The wa- the wa- I mean the Wawa. <laughs> yes, it's the Wawa, <laughs> popular gas station. Uh, well, uh, uh, Zarafel just uh, 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 meditates at the top of a church, so it's not a very good place for anybody to no, uh, hang out. We, we should probably commiserate at the dumpster. Yeah, where the dumpster. I, I, I have a hard time getting crud to go anywhere else. In the, in the summer, it does smell like home. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys uh, go there, kind of debrief, talk about what goes on. You feel like you did some good. There's some kind of monster out there, a monstrous cranberry, perhaps, uh, sucking the blood out of people, feeding on the locals. But you have the feeling, this isn't the end of this mystery. <laughs> Whatever it was, it'll be back. Done. Done. Thanks, everybody, for listening for the last two hours to This Game Could Be Your Life, which is a weekly podcast that we put out on the internet. You can find it easily by typing those words into a search engine. <laughs> and by finding things easily, I need to go find Cooper, who is the manager of the radio station, <laughs> has been missing for a half an hour, no joke. So, um, yeah. So, yes. Guys, yeah, so, uh, this was a one-shot, different game. If you want to listen to us now, we're currently playing Shadowrun, which is a cyberpunk futuristic game. Uh, we have a previous season of Dungeon World, which is more fantasy D&D. So hopefully you guys enjoyed it. We had a fun little romp in yeah. South Jersey tonight, uh, fighting cranberry monsters. Yes, and uh, this group will return in the cranberrying two. Uh, never <laughs> <laughs> the cranberrying two. Uh, all right, I guess this is where we end things. Cool. Yeah. Hope all you right. guys had fun. We did. This was great. Thanks, guys. This was thanks, KDU, for having us. <laughs> I wish Cooper was here. Yeah. Oh, great. Great sign up. All right. So, uh, I guess we're what still are you doing high. after the show? I don't know. Yeah. I thought he was coming back with beers. He never said he came what back. What was the plan? And came back originally with beer. This is weird that these are just like live broadcasting on <laughs> Zoom. So, is there anything that uh, you wanted to say to Philadelphia? That you, uh, you know, well, well, we've to? got this time, so let, let's peel back the curtain. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying. So, I didn't plan much for this. You uh, know, games like this are best, I think, uh, winging it. But what was going on... So, well, there was the video game at mm-hmm. the pizzeria. Oh, yeah. This is... I am interested because I wasn't sure if that was just a wild goose chase or whether we were actually doing There something. was some stuff there. So the video game, uh, there was some subliminal messaging in it. Oh. 
that when you spoke the right words to someone who had spent enough time playing it, mm-hmm. they would wander out into the bogs um, and get consumed uh... by this cranberry monster. And if you guys had gone to the produce stand, you would have learned that hanging on the wall... There was a picture of a prize-winning cranberry from the 1930s that's in the Guinness Book of World Records for being the world's largest cranberry, which was, in fact, the blood leech monster, uh, not a cranberry at all. Uh, you see, I feel like that would have really uh, really revealed a lot to us, except we, we made the one mistake of going somewhere that nobody ever asked us to go, that's and true. then accidentally shooting a police officer. Yeah, you guys went and then right after that, it got a little off the Which made sense that you went right to the body. I didn't expect it to turn so violent with the police officer no. so quickly, but... I always expect the unexpected. Uh, so Cooper's back. <laughs> they killed the so. they killed the cranberry monster. Congrats, you guys. There was a cranberry monster too. <laughs> oh, however, <laughs> before you reveal, yeah. So yeah, you had it all figured out. Yeah. So uh, cranberry's red, right? This drunken boy he got all of his blood sucked out. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there was maybe, might have been some sort of connection between ding, the blood ding, ding. and the cranberries. Also, maybe someone had a UTI at some point. All about UTIs. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah, I knew it. This knew was it. the larger PSA inside were, of the whole thing. Yeah, there were giant cranberry blood leeches in the Bay Mist cranberry box. Um, and there may have been some townsfolk in cahoots with them. I'll leave that mystery to be explained some other day who exactly was involved in But the, uh, the video game did have hypnotic subliminal messaging in it that was causing people to wander out into the box. So, wasn't there a church as well? There was. Oh. Did that do anything? Uh, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> you there, I'm sure you guys would have talked to the guy who was there. Uh, the pizzeria, the produce stand, and the magic shop were probably the most uh, significant. Wow, we really did none of those things. Yeah, it's true. No, yeah, literally we, not. We made it through. You know, this is how gaming goes. You tried so, to lead us in that direction when I had my hands inside uh, Dr. Ham... Or no, uh, Ham- Officer Ham... Ham- Officer Ham... Yeah. Hamcock. Um, are we allowed to say that word? <laughs> we actually ended up surprisingly clean this entire time. Thank you. We just sneak one that. in at the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the, um, the whole suck, sucking the blood out of a penis, that was a... Uh, oh, man, I missed that whole thing. Was, oh, was, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, uh, well hey, uh, Derek is in here ready oh, yeah. to do his first we're, show. We're, Great. Yeah, Derek's up next. Good luck, Derek. Um, Great. Uh, real quick, I just did want to want to uh, say that the background music, which was inaudible to us the entire time, was KVVL Radio. That's uh, for Cave Evil, the Emperors of Eternal Evil uh, radio station. What do you point? Oh, 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 no. No, it's, uh, yeah, so it props, uh, yeah, props I mean, to the background. Inter- 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 internet Don't buy thing. anything. Don't buy anything. Internet you know, thing. Just, you know, that plays, plays good drone. Yeah, it's, metal. Just, it's whatever. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, not, it's not kind of if you like games with lots of uh, very small cardboard tokens and miniatures. Where well, there's only one of each, so that if you lose any of them, <laughs> you're... And it's ex- insanely expensive, and it's only on the aftermarket. And if you think witches who spend their time not casting magic... But digging tunnels is for you. Then I highly recommend KVV. It's awesome. <laughs> anybody, anybody listening can come play with me at any time. I will. Oh, man. Can I come? Yes. Perfect. All right. Well, uh, thanks so much for this. Is, uh, uh, thanks, Cooper, Fran, Stu, Kurt. Signing off. Thanks. Thanks for having us, Cooper. This was fun. Yeah.